0: Ready? Yeah, good naked. It's a show by Chris and Neil with all great movies. They are the real deal. We watch them all, so you don't have to. It's movies that.
1: Welcome to a new episode of Movies That Don't Suck and Some To Do. My name is Neil. And I'm Chris. And today we are bringing you two movies that are out at the movie theater. I guess one of them is on a streaming platform. I didn't even think about that. Yeah, one of them is on the streaming platform. <laughs> or you could see both of these at the movies as well. Mm-hmm. Um, today we are going to talk first about the new film with the sexy man we all love, Mr. Hugh Jackman. I've tried being oh, nice, that's enough. All right, get off the stage. Right, step back. You don't scare me, huge Ackman. Listen, man, you don't want to fight me, all right? If we go, I will break you. Come on! What is that?
0: What are you doing? He's doing his Wolverine thing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know, it's better with the claws and no shirt. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's from Madden <Night laughs> Museum 3, right?
1: I know, right? I didn't even know. I forgot that movie totally existed <laughs> Like uh, when I was trying to pick up the clips. All right, second in this movie is Rebecca Ferguson. You're wondering why I'm wearing such a funny hat. <laughs> I always wear this hat. So much it's a part of my name now. My friends, my very, very best friends, they just call me Rose the Hat
0: from dr sleep a movie that was severely underrated last year or a year before year ago like a year ago yeah
1: we about a year or so ago i mean i know we we, we reviewed it we liked it,
0: and we see it? Uh, i don't think we saw we, we must have seen it in theaters right
1: yeah we saw it in theaters okay. i remember that okay. so it had to be before that yeah. um and uh the two of them have worked together because they work together in the greatest showman
0: oh yeah
1: as well she was the one that sings it's never enough It'll never be enough.
0: So uh, I've never seen The Great Showman because I I don't like musicals.
1: Oh, yeah, yeah. You don't like good movies. Yeah, I forgot about that. Um, And then we got Mrs. Newton. Andy Newton. You
0: think I'm scared of death? I've done it a million times. I'm fucking great at it. How many times have you died? I'm, I'm almost sure she oh, got. Yeah. i almost sure she got um hired because she's uh that's from Westworld in this movie we're talking about, which yeah. is which is what's oh, we'll talk about the movie after we didn't do the last person and Cliff Curtis. No, <laughs> look, my E, your face is all over the bloody news, boy. You're not welcome here, police. You got a bloody cheek coming here after 25 years, bringing your problems here to this house. You betrayed our family. Bring shame on our house. You betrayed your own blood. I love a from Hobbs and Shaw. Um, but the movie we're talking about is Reminiscence, right? Yes. Um on I mean, Reminiscence. You can see in theaters or if you're a HBO Max person, you can watch it there. Um what's the second movie we're talking about?
1: The second movie we're talking about is featuring the ever beautiful, always sexy, Michael Keaton.
0: Oh was awesome. ah,
1: well, I attended Juilliard. I'm a graduate of the Harvard Business School. I travel quite extensively. I lived through the Black Plague and I had a pretty good time during that. I've seen The Exorcist about 167 times and it keeps getting funnier every single time I see it. Not to mention the fact that you're talking to a dead guy. Now, what do you think?
0: You think I'm qualified? Uh, From Beale Juice, obviously. Uh,
1: Yes, Michael Keaton, of course. And then Maggie G, uh, Maggie Q, I'm sorry, Maggie Q.
0: Who really, I mean, I Mm, okay.
1: my brother was like you during the second stage he got good really fast last day of the simulations one of the Dauntless leaders came to watch him and the next morning we found his body at the bottom of the chasm they got rid of him
0: yeah and uh who else is in that this? was
1: from the divergent series yeah
0: yeah Which... the books
1: were a lot better than the movies yeah. but they tried yeah, okay. they tried then of course the man the guy with a plan the guy that makes the word motherfucker sound better than any human being in the title in the title world yes that's right samuel l jackson this is the most expensive candy on the market the drugs are fake you know it's bogus it's what we chemists call a placebo it's whatever you want it to be you can run all the tests you want, and it'll look like the best shit in the universe. But the ingredients, they cancel each other out. That's from Formula 51. If you've never seen that, it's a great movie. Uh, basically, Samuel L. Jackson is like a guy that has made the perfect drug.
0: Yeah, yeah. Supposed,
1: yeah. And then the one, the only, the guy who does not get enough credit in the world, the one that all wanted us to know where John Connor was, Mr. Robert Patrick
0: you see i tried to kill this guy twice today he just won't die maybe i'm having an off day i don't know if you shoot him right now i'm willing to split the diamonds with you what do you say Did you laughing Are you yeah laughing? okay Um, Because that's from the shittiest movie ever. That's from The Marine. Yeah, John Cena. Featuring
1: John Cena! Yeah. (laughs) Um... Yeah. I forgot he was the bad guy in it. He has played in so many movies where he was a great villain, but the movie just sucked. This is And that, that being like the Marine, Double Dragon, like a bunch of I, I there's a list of them I just went through when I was looking up his um his information to get a good clip. And uh so Robert Patrick is in this movie. Well, the movie we are talking about, the Protege.
0: The Protege, yes. Um I've I've also been seeing previews for this since I think before the pandemic too.
1: Yes, and that's why I wanted to see it because Samuel L. Jackson and Michael Keaton had me sold alone. I mean, if if you put either one of those guys in a movie, I'm down for it. But if you put them both in a movie, I'm all over that. Mm -hmm. I am like, I am there, man. I am like, uh, you know, um, a believer going to a Justin Bieber fan going to concert.
0: It's really hard to see Michael Keaton because while he disappeared, you know, like in the late Nineties. Oh, he was Like, where's Michael Keaton? And then he showed up again, and he had, like in the and he night. just started
1: doing whatever. Yeah, because he took he took some time off to raise kids and yeah, stuff, yeah. man. And a life. And now he's back. He's pushing. I think that's
0: perfectly okay. He's pushing seventy, but he looks great. But we'll get to that. Oh man,
1: we'll get to that. He He's a beautiful, beautiful man. All right, where can they find us at? Chris.
0: Find us online Movies Don't Suck dot net, on Facebook at facebook.com slash Movies Don't Suck Podcast, on Twitter at MTS Podcast, are on Instagram at NTS Podcast. We have a uh, Patreon page.com. If you guys want to get shirts with our faces on it, you can go to uh, our shirts like this yeah, yeah, that or, have our logo on yeah, it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, it's, you it's, can
1: go to our Bonfire store. Yeah, Bonfire. I have put a, a new shirt up in a while. But, just search news yeah. that
0: They don't suck and some that do. And we're uh, on all stream platforms. Uh, and we're also. We're
1: on Twitch at MTDS Podcast. Oh, yeah. We're on um, iHeartRadio, oh, Spotify. You watch
0: us on YouTube. Go ahead and uh, Subscribe. Uh, if you're watching us on Facebook like that. Or page. Watch us
1: anywhere. S- subscribe. Subscribe. Like us. Love us. Touch us in our no-no spots. Mm-hmm. We won't tell anybody. We won't tell anybody.
0: Yeah. I wonder if people come to our show thinking that we're not gonna make dick jokes. <laughs> like,
1: like, <laughs> <laughs> no, because I make every advertisement about us that we're two geeks that drink and that we are a very mature audience kind of people. This is not something for your 7-year-old to pop on and be like, "Hey, I need to learn about these movies. Let me listen to these two 40-year-old men that uh, get drunk on
0: 35. Come on." Oh, whatever.
1: <laughs> All right. These mi- the <laughs> whatever. These two guys going through a midlife crisis yeah, reviewing movies.
0: Yeah. Uh, but you know like I wanted people come on, like, uh, you know, people who are like Super film hoodie toity folks coming here thinking we're going to talk mm-hmm. about, like, you know, film and, and like, like, you know, like theory. But we just, we, we, we shit around. We have fun. No,
1: we're just geeks that love movies. Like, uh, let's see. I mean, I used to be a manager of a blockbuster. I used to live above a one screen movie theater. Mm -hmm. I lived next to a 20 screen theater at one point where I used to just walk (laughs) in my pajamas from the apartment building, right around the back of the building to go in. I didn't give a damn. I'd be be there in my shitty pajamas. Be like, all right, I'm here to see star Wars for the 17th (laughs) time. You know, like, you know, so like we're those guys. And, uh, Let me tell you about the people that I am, that is our sponsors for the day. If you are somebody or have a friend that have somebody that needs uh, just a little shout out, some, a little bit of help in their uh, direction, just let us know. It is free of charge. We do not do this for money. We do it for the loveliness of helping people out. Mm -hmm. Today, I am going to promote one of the greatest places I love. And I'm pretty sure I'm going to be there within the next 48 hours. And that is 127 North Main Street, South Bend, Indiana, 46601. And that is called the Fiddler's Hearth. The Fiddler's Hearth is one of the original Irish pubs I grew up with In my existence, Um, they have everything from shepherd's pie to whiskey, whiskey. They have so many whiskeys, beer. Their seating is uh, like old school Irish pub, and there's always live music at nine o'clock every freaking night. And um, just to give you one review, this one says, love the vibes of this Irish pub, unique menu and good drinks. Appreciate the live music that begins at 9 p.m. and the outside patio. Relaxing atmosphere and the Northmont football team from Germany came in for a drink while we were there. So literally a soccer team came in and had a drink while they were there. And it's like a couple of blocks from the, the greatest, you know, sports university of all time, you know, Notre Dame. So, if you ever get a chance, Fiddler's Hearth—you can find them. at Fiddler's hearth There's Facebook backslash Fiddler's Hearth, or you can go to Fiddler's Hearth.com. dot com.
0: I moved the one today. It was hard. <laughs> it's hot. Uh, I mean, I moved the front yard yesterday. <laughs> it's hundred degrees
1: out, dude. Yeah. It's literally a hundred degrees out yeah. where you live, so <laughs> it's it's understandable that it was a hard day.
0: I did, I did I did I did the front yard yesterday, and I did the backyard today, uh, but now I don't have to do it for like you know another ten days or so. So. I'm, I'm feeling good that, because I've been, you know, I've been coming home when I go out and come back and I look at the yard and be like, let me just drive past that and I am like not see how bad it is. <laughs> um, past,
1: go, go to someone else's house yeah. instead of going to my house. Yeah. Why would I go to my house and look at that Well, yeah, I
0: mean, I open the garage and I just drive past it and act like I don't see how bad it is, but I got to a point where I couldn't ignore anymore, so I um mowed and it was fucking awful. So, um, like, um, you know, sometimes you dread something, you're like, hmm, and you do that thing that you dread, and you're like, it wasn't as bad as I thought it'd be. When it comes to mowing the lawn, it's always as bad as you think it's going to be, and worse. <laughs> like, it's going to be, but like... Yeah.
1: So I, I pay a guy to do my lawn, dude. I, I pay a guy to do yeah, my lawn. You know,
0: I've been trying to push my wife to let me do that, but she's like, you know, like, you know, we're 35, you know, we're capable of doing it, and we're not spending that much money doing it, and we have... M- we have one more, but yeah, yeah. We did. It, I did, it, and that's. Best- I
1: literally just got a text message that asked if I was interested in exploring real estate accounting coordinator opportunity. Are you? No, I work in radio, man. (laughs) I don't want to be in real estate, dude. I've seen so many people that I know and love try the real estate game, and it just didn't happen for them. So why why are
0: we recording early this
1: week? Oh, yeah. Tomorrow morning at 6 a.m., I will be on my way to South Bend, Indiana. I am going to go visit my family. Actually, it's Elkhart, Indiana now. But um, so I will leave Tulsa, about 7.30, 7.45 is our flight. We'll get to Chicago, about nine thirty nine forty five. Mm-hmm. Then I'll have to take a train from O'Hara down to uh, Millennium, station Mm -hmm. and then i will have to pop on another train that goes from millennium station downtown chicago all the way to downtown south bend my mom will come pick me up and then it'll be about 20 minutes in a car ride so i should be at the location i'm supposed to be uh about 11
0: hours later so uh that's that's a trek dude i forget you've done that trek a few times though so
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's it's just literally just, you know, trying to be safe in certain areas mm-hmm. and stuff like that. And that's about it. Because you never know. It's Chicago. You never know. Somebody's going to walk up to you and try to steal your suitcase.
0: Yeah. Well, um, that being said, we're, we're recording daily, but this will still come out probably Sunday. <laughs> I'm not like, um, like a lot like, like, I don't know.
1: I ain't, I ain't doing a damn thing for any motherfucker until I return. When and that would is would Monday you... afternoon.
0: Okay. Fair enough.
1: <laughs> like after 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 I get off the podcast with you. Like I already got my suitcase packed. Yeah. My yeah. suitcase is packed in the other room. I can go right now. Yeah. I I'm ready to go. I'm done. <laughs> Let's do this. <laughs> I, I I am ready to just go and be somebody else's problem for the next couple of days, I guess. Okay. Yeah. yeah
0: other than that. What do you think? And yeah. I, we figured Isn't that I... ironic? Don't you, think? don't you think? Well, um, I don't really have much else to say about this week. It's, it's not, not, not what just happened.
1: Oh, here, I got one thing.
0: Listen to this.
1: So, like, Saturday, I worked at a dispensary because we we're giving away tickets uh, for Rocklahoma.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, and we finish up, and well, the lady during uh, early in the morning uh, at the dispensary came up and was like, hey, do you guys have your medical cards? And me and the other dude was like, yeah, yeah, we do. And then, like an hour or so goes by, and he's like, man, remember when that chick came up and asked us if we had her medical card? She, he, I go, yeah. She, he goes, man, I thought something was going to come out of that.
0: <laughs> and I was like, yeah, you know, me
1: too, whatever. And so we pack up, and we're ready to go, you know. And uh, this place is like an hour from, from here in Tulsa, where, where, where it's at. And all of a sudden, um, the lady goes, hey, by the way, uh, each one of you gets $100 in product, whatever you want.
0: Nice fucking nice and i was dude. like
1: shut up yeah. and so like uh you know they got a hundred dollars i got a hundred dollars i got a bunch of stuff and then i came home after i was done and it was everything i got handed to me that day was one i got some free tickets for rocklahoma which are weekend passes nice. which are like 175 dollars a ticket yeah a pass Right. Then I got this hundred dollar freeze of weed. I got a free t shirt. I got a free hat. I got a I got free tickets to this other thing that's coming into town. Altogether I added it up and I got over six hundred dollars worth of stuff, <laughs> this stuff for free, dude. Nice. And I'm just like I'm like, okay, they don't pay me much, but so at least I get a lot of good stuff. Are you going to
0: Oklahoma? Yes. Who are you gonna try to see there?
1: Limp Biscuit.
0: What about Andrew WK?
1: Eh he's not that good
0: you know what I got a question to ask you about anthrax does anyone really yeah. does anyone really like anthrax
1: dude they are great live I bet they're, great they're live. one of those bands uh, their albums are okay but live <laughs> okay. they're one of those bands that are just like they bring it every time and uh, what's another band that's like that that it like their albums are just kind of okay but they bring it live every time uh, I don't know there's a few of them that i i just can't remember off the top of my head but
0: yeah are you trying to try to see john five and the creatures oh
1: yeah and the and the and the night and the creatures or whatever john yeah. five and the creatures yeah uh grandson i know grandson's coming we're gonna go see grandson I, I know you like
0: grandson Well, you have the record for free right
1: uh, no, I got K-Flay's album okay. for free, but grandson, Grandson's another one. that uh, uh, I know Rob Zombie's playing. I know Seven Dust is in there somewhere. I love seeing them. Chevelle's in there somewhere, yeah, I believe. I saw Chevelle. Yeah,
0: yeah Chevelle's um, in
1: there. But Limp Biscuit for sure. I got to see well, them. Well, at.
0: that's Slipknot. You see Slipknot? Oh, yeah.
1: That's my that's my wife's favorite band. Heck, yeah.
0: I thought her favorite band was Green Day.
1: It's Green Day and Slipknot.
0: Okay. <laughs> uh, I know Puddle Mo will be there, but I don't know. Are you, I don't know. Uh, but Who cares? Um, yeah, but yeah, Biscuit. Butcher
1: babies are in there too. And I love butcher babies. You know,
0: what the crazy thing is, is that I think that when Biscuit are having this sort of like they're, they've been reevaluated in the new metal landscape and they've come back in a big way,
1: you know. Yeah, because back then, back in the day, everybody blamed them for Woodstock '99 and it wasn't their fault.
0: Yeah, so uh, Limp Bizkit Biscuit are there, and uh, I, I wonder if um he's still gonna have that weird hair going on because he looks like a 70s sports star now. <laughs> I actually, that that I, was a I, wig. But I actually like that look. I actually like that look for him. Mm-hmm. It was good.
1: It was being really cheesy and funny because he was he went to Lollapalooza. He was at the first Lollapalooza, and now it's like the 25th anniversary, the 35th anniversary, or mm-hmm. something like that. So he came out dressed like an old man <laughs> because he's like, I'm old, you know. But uh, I hope they straight up, kick it, limpistic style, taking me to the Matthews Bridge. My, my, my generation, sorry, you, you know, don't, we don't,
0: you don't give a fucking. So anyway. you're going to uh, Rock Lama, right? Yeah, all three days. In September, okay, cool. That sounds, I mean, yeah. it sounds like it is might be fun.
1: So I'm thinking about going to, on my birthday weekend, the 17th, 18th, and 19th, um, I'm thinking of going to Scotch, uh, Scotch, Scott Fest.
0: What's it Scott Fest?
1: Ah, uh, drinking oh, and okay. everybody dresses like Irishmen and Scottish.
0: Oh, that sounds like something you would really love. So,
1: really, right? I I don't see why. I don't see why an Irish guy from Indiana would like going. So,
0: <laughs> I think the well, next um performance I'm, I'm seeing, well, yeah, next performance I'm seeing is a, a solo show by John Darnielle, The Mountain Goats, and then after that I'm seeing Dan Cummins, a comedian, and then I'll be going to see Ludo, and then I'm seeing. Excuse me, Jeff Rosenstock in Chicago in November. I know, I just burped. I I've been dude, I this beer I had I had uh, revolver blood in honey um, uh-huh. and it's it's the best beer I've had. Like in the past, like since I've had like I was like, Man, this just tasty.
1: I'm drinking Marshall Grand Lake right mm-hmm. here from Tulsa, Oklahoma. It's a very light ale, and uh, but Grand Lake, uh, my my wife grew up on Grand Lake okay. in northern Oklahoma. Well, this is Grove. A,
0: this is Texas beer from. Uh, let me see Texas, yeah, Texas. Yeah, it's from um. Fuck! How did I not see this?
1: Only weirdos are from Texas. Yeah, it's from
0: Grand Texas. So, and it's Revolver. So it's it's uh, it's obviously a cool beer in the first place, but. You guys should check it out if it's a uh, Isn't that
1: the song by Snow? Revolver. You know said no boom now. That's
0: informer. I know. <laughs> I <would. laughs> All right, let's get to the movies. But yeah, man. yeah. So the first movie we're talking about today is Reminiscence, directed by Lisa Joy. Lisa Joy has not directed much of anything except for one episode of Westworld. She's mostly a producer. I think she's a producer that that has to talk about when it comes to sort of like um creative decisions, you know, there's two producers, there's the ones that have the money, and the ones that have creative uh, visions for this, and I think she's creative con, so she directed Reminiscence. This movie stars the one, the only Hugh Jackman.
1: I've tried being nice, that's enough. Alright, get off the stage. Right, yeah. stay back. You don't scare me.
0: I mean, uh, that's hard to find a stop point for me, but he plays on No, it isn't. The, well, we're not gonna no, know. it
1: isn't. I I I, I, liter- I can point it out every time. I literally work hard at these. God, dang it.
0: <laughs> okay, but yeah, that's Jeff as Nick Banister. This also stars Rebecca Ferguson, Ferg- Ferguson. Rebecca Ferguson is May. You're wondering why I'm wearing such a funny hat.
1: <laughs> I always wear this hat.
0: There we go. Right. That's where you want me to stop stuff. Yeah, okay. yeah. There and, you go. There you go. We got Thandi Newton as Watts or Emily Watts Sanders, but the Car Watts. You think I'm scared of death? Right. There. <laughs> there you go. There you go. Yeah. Yeah. And then now, we got, now you're figuring it out. And then we got Cliff Curtis is Cyrus Booth. No, no, my e. Your face is all over the bloody news, boy. You're not welcome here, police. Is that good? There you go. Okay. Awesome. Good job. There you go. Uh, so, um, yeah, those are the main main characters in this movie. But this, why don't you go ahead and read the storyline? This you.
1: one. Oh, is there a storyline for this one? I think there ooh, is. Ooh. Oh. oh yeah, it's it's two sentences. Okay. Yeah. Nick Bannister, a private investigator of the mind, navigates the alluring world of the past when his life is changed by a new client, May. A simple case becomes an obsession after she disappears, and he fights to learn the truth about her. Rated PG-13 for strong (laughs) violence, drug material throughout, sexual content, and some strong language.
0: So this movie, um, it's got a very, very interesting look. So um you tell tell the previews that that he the, the city he was in is miami but they call it sunken city so this takes place uh-huh. after some sort of you know uh environmental catastrophe but in this movie it takes place in the future obviously so
1: dude i would totally love a movie that, uh, or a video game that's based in the future but it's noir and the whole city is underwater
0: i hope it's better than this movie um, so, uh, <laughs> there's
1: already a three video game series where it's based in the future, but it's noir and all the cities are underwater.
0: What movie, what game are you talking about? Bioshock. Oh yeah, Bioshock. I've, I, so I played Bioshock one and I played infinite. I didn't play Bioshock two. Uh, the first one scared the hell out of me. Like I yeah, couldn't, one, I, I couldn't get to it.
1: First one and second one are. Same yeah, seats. and then the third one, they they like
0: here's some bright light, yeah, but that makes sense. But, um, so I I had problems with this movie. Well, I'll mm-hmm. do, we'll do the good stuff first. Um, I love the setting, I really do. I love the of the world, I love building. the setting, I love the world building. Um, I love the I love the everything that they did for the setting, but I don't think I like the storyline that much.
1: I like the actors. Yeah, yeah. Hugh I mean... Jackman, Hugh Jackman, and Rebecca Ferguson play well off of each other again because mm-hmm. this is like the second or third time they've been in a movie together.
0: Yeah, so they, they have that chemistry built up already. Yeah, but...
1: and they they're really good because I every time I look at the two of them, I'm like, yeah, I think they want to fuck. Like <laughs> every time.
0: <laughs> that's that's what you're getting know. You I, I get that. Yeah. <laughs> And who doesn't want to fuck Hugh Jackman? Unlike, right?
1: unlike Greatest Showman, Rebecca Fer- Ferguson actually gets to display her actual singing talents in this movie because she, she was covered by someone of that. <laughs>
0: but the thing about this movie is is that I didn't give a fuck about the relationship, like, and, and I couldn't figure out Hugh Jackman's um obsession with it. I couldn't figure like like honestly, if that were me in that in that situation. I'd be like, well, uh-huh. that this sucks, but I guess that's what happened. <laughs> you know what? Uh-huh. Oh, but I, we should mention uh, that Hugh Jackman—he is a uh, in this movie. He runs a uh, he runs a business where you can relive your best memories, you know, or yes, memories you want to. So they're used by the cops a lot, but but it, yeah, private investigator mind says that he's basically going inside people's minds and able to have people relive them. Um, now, right away, both you and I know, and you know especially that our memories are the most unreliable things on the planet, you know, and so uh, I the, the, they they try to exp- they try to explain that in this movie, you know, like how they're able to come up with accurate memories, and they do an okay job, but I I thought I didn't like this movie that much. It's almost two hours long. I thought it was pretty maybe ten fifteen minutes still to too long, and I. I didn't I was not satisfied by this movie at all. Like this
1: really okay, okay. This is this is what I'm gonna say. I like the idea. Oh yeah, one hundred percent. The idea is cool.
0: The the premise of love, it is really cool.
1: I love kind of some of the twist mm-hmm. that they gave in this movie. Um, I'm not dissing on the acting or anything like that, but the twist Needed to be a little bit better, a little redefine, a little defined. Oh
0: yeah, because yeah. I was like, I was like, about about like um, I don't know, quarter of the way, three quarters of the movie, like I don't know what's going on, but okay, <laughs> I'm home for the ride. Yeah. Like like it's I was, like, it's like, I'm here, yeah, I'm here. I, I want to enjoy this movie.
1: I'm good with whatever you throw at me, bro. What are you gonna throw at me, bro? and yeah. and I I was good with a lot of stuff. Um, Motivation,
0: just, motivation, and uh, narrative points were a little muddled. Like I, I really, yeah. I like. I can say I can't say enough about the setting and the visual of this movie because it's a beautiful movie. It really is. But when it comes to everything else, I don't think this movie worked for me. You know. and
1: you know, I, I, um, I like the chasing. The you know, uh, I, I like. There's a certain part in the movie where you didn't know what was real and what was kind of a memory, mm-hmm. and that was kind of cool. I kind of liked it. I wish they would have played on that more. Yeah, like, I think if they played and they played on that more and gave it kind of that Inception kind of mm-hmm. thing, you know. And you know, for me to say to copy something from you know a shitty director like Christopher Nolan is like you know saying something. But you know by, what? By I'm the saying way, for is,
0: first first time listeners. I love Chris Nolan. Neil does not sound sort of
1: this way. You just like him because he has the same name as you.
0: Yeah, that must be it. <laughs> yeah,
1: that's it. Just like I like Neil Patrick Harris because he has the same name as me.
0: Uh-huh. Well, no. Um, uh, did you watch Dr. Horrible's sing on blog?
1: I've watched everything okay, Neil Patrick okay. Harris has ever done. I've even seen the YouTube videos of him as Hedwig and the Angry Inch. <sighs> anyway. Um, but anyway, Um. I just I feel like we needed to get – Confused a little bit in this movie, and we never got really confused. You know what I'm saying? I got dumbfounded.
0: Like, <laughs> like, 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 why? I know, like... yeah, I,
1: I, I got that, but I, I think this needed to be one of those movies that was a little confusing, um, not dumb confusing like Tenet, but like you know, good confusing. Well, like Tenet's issue was is, um, is that
0: like they could have sound mixing better. Like... Oh, I have a whole article I'm going to talk about during <laughs> the news segment. <laughs> okay. but anyway um
1: i think they they tried really well i think it it, i don't it has to be the writing man because you can't diss the acting the acting was fucking phenomenal the uh the people played it really well i just think they needed more of a creative team behind this.
0: Yeah, you know it's writer director, so it's uh, an on tour. And I I do love the setting. I love the <laughs> visuals of this movie. And I like the idea that they can't come out during the day, they only come out during night. I really like that part of it too.
1: Yeah, yeah. I really there's a lot of there's a lot of good compared to the bad. Like by any means, uh, I'm not saying this is a bad movie. And by any means, this is a good, this is a movie that uh, more than likely, if I had a DVD collection, it'd end up in my DVD collection. Not
0: for me. me, Yeah, (laughs) I would,
1: I'd watch it again. Because I'm not saying I'm going to watch it a hundred times like I do They Live or, you know, like Indiana Jones or anything like that. But I would still rewatch it again just because I like the acting. So this is on cable channel, you stick around? And I like the concept, just like uh crow city of angels you know i like the concept but it wasn't really performed.
0: who played the crow in that movie was it edward Furlong? In the oh my god
1: one? some random no edward long was in the third or fourth one i'll look it up while we talk but,
0: but you have the first uh, one right? you have the first crow i know you do oh
1: gosh yes i do the James second Albar one's at his best but second one's not Vincent, vincent perez
0: Okay, well, I've never heard of him since then. <laughs> so, um, yeah,
1: right? Exactly. Where, where did Vincent Perez go? Vincent Perez is, oh, he looks really weird now. He has like this reading, rece- everything is not English.
0: Okay. okay.
1: There's no English speaking movies here. Um, what He was in The Queen of the Dam.
0: Cool. <laughs> yeah,
1: um, I don't know any of these. There's okay. not a single thing on here that I know. And most of it is not English. It looks like it's French. you okay. going to say French, yeah.
0: With well, the last so, name French, you think it'd be Spanish?
1: It could be Spanish. Okay, all right. I, I'm not. I'm not good with the foreign languages. But you, you so. got
0: do you have some quotes for this one, huh? you Get some quotes for this one. Of course, I got okay, quotes for it.
1: this one. All right. Let's see some quotes from reminiscence. The past can haunt a man. Memory is the boat that goes across the stream, and I'm the oar man. I'm tired of standing. Oh, I'm tired of staring at this man's pasty ass. <laughs> uh, always makes promises it can never keep. Yeah.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Sleep doesn't come easily. We're all haunted by something. Memories are like perfume, better in small doses. You've had, uh, I am no better than the bottle for you. Just another place for you to hide. The barons survive by drowning the poor. You're just an empty man looking for a woman to blame. There's no such thing as a happy ending, especially if the story was happy. It is sad that it has to end. People like us don't fall in love, but plummet from place to place. You've never done your own dirty. I don't think you'll start now. The trickle becomes a flood. Maybe this time it will wash the world clean. Oh, oh okay. so well, there's some good quotes. Like I said, there's some good stuff, but I just don't think the continuancy or the, you know, whatever.
0: I mean, I, mean, I wasn't a fan. Of a lot of the uh, speaking parts, like, I was like, uh-huh. mm-hmm. but you know, whatever. Um, but this room, is, since you guys can watch it HBO Max, or if you want to support theaters like Neil and I like to do, uh, you can go to the local theater and see it in person. It'd uh, be awesome. I did watch this at home, <laughs> so <laughs> I'm not gonna. Um, I'm not gonna make better than you are, but um... I had a lot of shit. I actually watched it at home. Yeah. Okay. So. um... Yeah. Okay, so audience scores. is. We're going to tomatoes. For people who don't know, uh, me and Noah are going to score real quick, and then we'll do the audience score. And, uh tomato, me here scoring on Rotten tomatoes. But I'm gonna, I'm gonna go ahead and ask you what, you what you're scoring this is.
1: I'm gonna give it a three point four because I really fucker. like
0: because I was thinking of I really
1: like the idea of it, uh-huh. and that's what's keeping me in Hugh Jackman, and I love. um, um I, I'm going to mess up her first name every time. Uh, Newton. I Thandie. loved her badass Thandie? character. Thandie? Um, I think Thandy. Yeah, I, I mean, I, I don't know the Zimbabwe way to say it. I don't I mean, wanna, just call know. Score
0: sandy That's what it looks like.
1: Thandy. Okay. Yeah. And Rebecca Ferguson, Cliff Curtis. I think they all played their parts really well. I just, there's something about this movie. It just didn't connect. Yeah. And it didn't go as well as I wanted. And I was all about this movie because I'm a huge Bioshock video game fan. Yeah. And then, Looked like the video game to me. I didn't think it was based on the video game. Yeah. I didn't think Big Daddy was gonna come out of the freaking <laughs> you know, corner or anything. But I just like that noir, new, the world apocalyptic kind of stuff.
0: The Bioshock was a scary game, dude. Like like you you freaked yeah, out. Yeah, I loved thing. it. Yeah, yeah. It
1: made me, I laughed so hard during that game.
0: Oh yeah, because. If you guys don't know, when Neil gets scared, he laughs his ass off. And so, um, oh, I
1: fucking love laughing, and people hate it, especially when I'm in a movie theater. Yeah, because
0: like, the only way Neil can save off the terror yeah, like, is by <laughs> laughing. <Yeah. laughs> i <I'm>
1: like, <laughs> and then people are like, what the fuck? Fuck is an evil yeah, clown in here? Because
0: because Neil, the only way Neil can uh, stave off his laughter is by his tears by laughing. So uh, I'd hate <laughs> to be in a terrifying situation with Neil where we need critical thinking and Neil's laughing his ass off. <laughs> but, um, uh, yeah, but um, but yeah, uh, my th- score actually is three point three, like just like you. Yeah. So, um.
1: Yeah, I mean, it, it just, um. You know, it's all right. I, I, maybe more action. I don't know. I don't know what could have saved it. I don't know exactly. I just feel like something was missing. Maybe heart. I don't. I, but I felt like the actors brought heart. I don't. I don't know. I don't know.
0: But yeah. Okay. So three point four from Neil. Three point three from me. Now I want you to get mm-hmm. the audience score on this on Rotten Tomatoes. sixty four percent, forty percent.
1: Damn yeah, so
0: Audience says Reminiscence has some great ideas, but clunky dialogue and flat characters keep the sci-fi noir from ever really coming to life. So uh really yeah, so what do you think the audience score in on this one is?
1: Um The critic score you mean?
0: Yeah, that's what I mean, I'm sorry. I have to go seventy at least. Thirty eight percent. They were. On, oh my god! Yeah, they're right on track with the critics. Oh, there's, okay, there's, so we gave it a higher rating than anybody. Yeah. Although reminiscence isn't lacking narrative ambition, its an uncertain blend of sci-fi action and a war thriller most super books memories of better films. I don't know. Like, I thought the uh, the setting was pretty original, you know. Mm-hmm. So,
1: whatever. whatever. Critics are critics.
0: We're not critics. We're do news. Oh yeah.
1: This is the movies that don't suck and some of them news. My name's Neil and I'm about to read stuff to Chris to make him feel like he's an old man.
0: Wait, wait, you make me feel. All right, I feel like that. So,
1: I know. Jokes I
0: know. on you. It's
1: because you. Jokes on you. <laughs> Do you know what got 355 million views in the first 24 hours? The, oh, or I should I, say the last twenty-four can, hours. Can I guess? Yes, yeah, guess. Spider-Man: Far From
0: Home uh, trivia.
1: No Way Home. Yes, Spider-Man: No Way Home trailer has obliterate global views and social media records with three hundred and fifty-five point five million global views in the first. 24 hours more than anything, doubling far from home, snapping away the previous record that was held by Avengers in game.
0: Can we talk about what should be the very end of that trailer?
1: Oh, d- yeah, I mean, it's a trailer, I mean, yeah. it's out there. I don't feel like we're spoiling anything. Are you talking about Doc Ock?
0: Yeah, I'm talking about Doc Ock, and um, played by who Alfred Molina from the 2000 film, yeah, 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 yeah. 2002.
1: And he, and they cut his hair actually the way that uh, Doc Ock had it. And so I read it, I like, read an
0: interview with Alfred Molina about this, and they you know the director came to him and said, "Hey, can you play Doc Ock?" And he's like, "I'm seventies He's like, "We can de-age people," and he's like, "But you know, he's like, but Robert De Niro like shit. Like he he couldn't even like walk right." He's like, "Well, Doc Doc doesn't have to do anything of like that. Tentacles do all the work." And so um yeah, and so they back being Doc Ock, and I. I'm really excited for this. Film. Yeah, they're
1: teasing this. What they're teasing is the Sinister Six.
0: Yeah. What's the Which is six? a
1: big thing in comics. Uh, the Sinister Six is like uh, it's Rhino, Fal- uh, Falcon, uh, not Falcon, uh, Falcon, um, Vulture. I'm sorry, Vulture. It's Rhino, Vulture, Craven the Hunter, Green Goblin, Doc Ock, um, And then it's the Shocker or Electro. They've all
0: I'm sure there's I'm sure there's they're going to give some different
1: there's different versions of it throughout the years. Yeah, there'll be different
0: um, there'll be different but surprises. Almost all
1: of them, Mm -hmm. almost all the Sinister Six were teased in that little trailer.
0: Yeah, so I think there'll be a lot of surprises in this movie, and um. And, you know, we've been hearing reports of Andrew Garfield and Toby McGuire showing up in the studio or going to the, yeah. the filming. So I'm really excited to see more of this. Uh When's it released again? The Christmas. So we have to wait till then. It's not too far away. We can. Yeah. Yes. No, it's
1: like four months, dude. We can do that. We'll
0: be in theaters seeing that. We're
1: old know? now. We're old now. <laughs> months go by like minutes. I
0: know, right? Like when Houston's coming out on Christmas, I can wait that long. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, but um yeah uh, like shit i
1: haven't bought one gift yet for christmas hell i haven't bought halloween costume yet
0: Fuck yeah. um i forgot i don't know what i'm I'll gonna be for a, halloween i'll be in st louis for halloween which is near my wife's birthday's all souls day so november 1st
1: anniversary here
0: oh yeah yeah. i forgot you guys i, didn't, I don't forget you guys have anniversary so what do you what do you what are you guys
1: doing uh we're supposedly going with a group and we're going to do saturday night live characters
0: are you going to be John Travolta? No. What are you going to be?
1: John Travolta. Saturday, oh, Saturday Night Live. I was seen Saturday Fever. Yeah, not Saturday, Saturday Fever. Saturday Night Live. So who, who are you going to be? Fred Garvin. Male <laughs> prostitute.
0: <laughs> anyway. I want to go as a continental. You know, uh, Trish Walken's
1: character. <laughs> it, oh, my gosh. All right, anyway, back yeah. to the news. we got a lot. Okay. Uh, because it's, I don't know if you know this, this past week, it's CinemaCon.
0: And it's cinema. still going on right now. Okay. Yeah,
1: it's like the big con for movies. I wish I was there. You do a movie you review podcast. So what, I, what I need
0: to time. do is I need to get sent press passes and I'd be there. But, you know.
1: Yeah, we do. Yeah. We do. You, you get on that, buddy. Okay. <laughs> or should I make some phone calls? All right. Anyway, we'll talk about that later. Anyway. <laughs> first, things up, first things up. Axel Foley is returning to Netflix.
0: What is Axel Foley? Don't leave me like that. Just tell me. Don't give give me the... the, the Eddie
1: Murphy! Oh, gotcha. Alex Axel Foley! Oh, Beverly
0: Hills Cop, right? Beverly Hills Cop. What the fuck, So is he going to revive all his old franchises? (laughs) Are we
1: going to get another Nutty Professor as well? Is that what's going to happen?
0: What? (inaudible) Are we going to get another Nutty Professor as well? Is he going to revive all his old franchises? Uh, just the
1: ones that were rated R, and we're good.
0: Okay, fine. <laughs> Beverly
1: Hills Cop Four will be going to Netflix. Marlon Wayans, uh, who was a big hit in the movie Respect with yeah. uh, Jennifer Hudson last week,
0: I, people shit on, um, him, but I disagree. You
1: know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, he uh just signed up for an untitled Netflix Halloween movie. Now, it's been 20 years since Marlon Wayans brought us scary movie. You know, yeah, yeah. So the movie plot will see a teenage girl accidentally releasing a spirit on Halloween, leading to a whole bunch of mayhem ensuing, um, including decorations coming to life and spooky chaos. It sounds
0: like a uh, Ghostbusters talking... failed script. <laughs>
1: you know, you, you, you're a failed script. Why are no, uh, you getting sure sure. this? People all the time.
0: If it's gonna be a wins, I'm sure it's gonna be fine. So.
1: Talking about Netflix, I'm looking for it. And I can't find it right now. Where is that? Um, maybe I didn't save it. I did not save it. <laughs> I am a fucking moron.
0: What the fuck? Oh, we... no, nope, There it no, is.
1: Good guy. Yeah, I know. I found it. Because um, I do these throughout the week, man. Mm-hmm. I see a, a news story and I'm like, oh, yeah, I got to save that.
0: But Neil sends uh, me also Netflix... stuff that's like, whoopers. I'm like, cool. I'm new with this one. Take a shit.
1: <laughs> yeah. Netflix reveals. Uh, next Netflix just released dates for 41 movies this fall. God damn, dude, how are we didn't keep up? I don't even know. I don't even know. Like, there, you know, there's of course the Dwayne Johnson, uh, Gal Gadot, Red Notice. There's wait, hold, uh, hold, hold, I mean, hold there's the so fuck many.
0: up, dude. Dwayne Johnson's being a, a movie this fall with Gal Gadot and Ryan Reynolds. What movie is this? I've, I've talked about it like ten times now. It like it's Red Notice. So we're gonna have to Red watch Notice. that, right? Because uh, yeah, because yeah. You, you and I have talked Probably about Probably naked
1: with a lot of lotion. So,
0: so, so, the thing is, is that, is that the thing is about Ryan Reynolds and uh, and uh, I maybe mean, even Dwayne Johnson and Gal Gadot is they're oh. all so charming. I don't know how it can handle so much charm in one movie. You know,
1: there is so many so many I can't even list all these dude I can't even try to list half of these in my in your face right now okay there's a lot uh red notice comes out in uh November but like September October. Like there are so many movies. Like, that,
0: uh, uh, oh fuck me! Sorry. The um, power of
1: the dogs. Sean the Sheep. The flight before Christmas. Unforgivable. Uh, the hand of God. Don't look up. The lost daughter. Uh, Back to the out outback. Uh, Mixtape. A single all the way. Um, Blood brothers. Malcolm and Muhammad Ali. Malcolm X and Muhammad Ali. Worth. Nightbook. Schmucker. The Starling. Sounds like love. Like it just keeps going, and, it, going, and, is, going is and going and going and going and going. Is it
0: quickly goes down under again.
1: I don't know. Okay. I don't know. No. Okay. It doesn't look like it, but we're just going to go. All right, next. Let's see. Um, there's a Halloween movie with Corey Taylor coming out nice. uh, in September called Bad Candy. So it's going to be a
0: Halloween. Corey Taylor. So not Corey Feldman.
1: No, Corey Taylor, the lead singer of Slipknot.
0: Oh, yeah, no, case. Yeah. no Corey yeah, Taylor. Right? I, I remember um, – I'm gonna tell you a quick story. Do you remember? Do you know the band Poison the Well. The what? Band Poison the Well. Do you know who they are? Poison the Well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, they were yeah. a, a big band in my friend group because they're a hardcore band that sort of crossed over. Mm-hmm. And when they did their first major label release, I remember a friend came over and we listened to the record. And he goes, "Oh, that sounds like Corey Taylor." And I was like, I was like, I was like, does it? You know? But like, like I was like, that's the first time I ever heard that name. You know, because I was a Slipknot guy. And after that, I know who Corey Taylor is now.
1: Corey Taylor is one of the most amazing musicians of our time.
0: I respect Slipknot in ways you can't imagine.
1: It's not just Slipknot, dude. Everything that fucker does. Yeah, I what, saw him do the Corey Taylor and Junk Band at Rockfest one year. And the <laughs> first song he came out and sang was When the Doves Cry.
0: So what's that song? What's that other band that he's pretty popular? Murder Dolls? Stone Shower. His? Huh?
1: Stone Shower. Stone Sour, yes. Yeah, Stone, Stone Sour, so yeah. Through the Glass, you know. Uh, say you'll haunt me. Say you'll haunt me too. I'll be there even you want me
0: to. So when, anyway, when anyway, I we up for- have a lot
1: of fucking news, Chris, I literally have seventeen more headlines to read.
0: All right, let's go. I'm sorry, dude. I just wanted. To, I'm sorry. I'm. I'm Did you drunk. Get stoned while you were gone. No, what I'm, the I'm fuck? Get, I'm getting drunk, and I like to <laughs> all, de- right. Okay. All, right, all right. All right. Dave
1: Batista and Jason Momoa. I've been pitching ideas constantly for the last two weeks of them starring together in a buddy cop
0: movie. I can't wait. (laughs) I really can't.
1: Someone needs to pick that the fuck up right now. I am all about that. I want Jason Momoa and Dave Bautista. Like the new movie Sweet Girl that Jason Momoa, that's on Netflix right now. Are
0: we doing Um, that next week? Are we talking about that next week?
1: I don't know. We'll talk about it here afterwards. Um, but that is getting so much hype about Jason Momoa, and I hope it, it's the one that makes him, you know, a big superstar. Right heard, now, he's just kind
0: of uh, there. I've heard the opposite things. I've heard it's not good. But we'll. we'll we've, I don't care. Uh, uh, if we talk about it this week, we'll get our own review of it, right? So,
1: Misha Green, the writer of Birds of Prey, The Emancipation of One, Harley Quinn. Uh-huh. Is back in the writing and directing chair and will reunite with Black Canary with Janar Smoltlet, Smoltlet, who played the Black Canary. And they are making a Black Canary movie for HBO Max. Okay. Because HBO Max is now going all in on DC movies. Ever since Suicide
0: Squad, you know, like, like or the Zack Snyder, the Snyder Cut. Like, they've gotten this sort of lightning struck and they need to fucking so like, you know, they need to keep it going so they're gonna start maybe start making good movies, you know? Like I I really think that that, you know, ever since uh in game or you know, in game and uh you know Infinity Wars and Endgame that I think that people that don't usually watch these movies are now getting invested in these characters. I really think that it's important.
1: Like And 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 there's so many um there's so many good movies out there or good DC characters and TV shows like the R-rated TV shows, they're, kill, they're killing it. They're mm-hmm. knocking out of the park with the R-rated shows, not the CW shows. CW is okay, but they have the same, all of them have the same, the same, you know, lines, the same yeah. ideas. You know? But, um, yes, moving on. A person who hasn't acted in over 19 years is returning to acting. Well, I guess, I guess made appearances here and there but a full-length show this actor is finally going to be a part of it
0: is not rick Morris, is it
1: no who
0: is it eminem
1: is gonna be oh. acting as white boy rick in 50 cents black mafia family series that is going to be hitting stars so eminem who of course played b rabbit in eight mile Which, and then okay. i was gonna as say as soon as I said that, he also played himself, a uh, characterization of himself in the interview. I totally forgot yeah, but,
0: about that. But you and I, we both liked uh, uh Emile, right?
1: Oh, dude, man, yeah. yeah, Anthony Mackie as Papa as Papa Doc, freaking <laughs> yeah, that that's like Brittany Murphy, uh, you know, rest her soul. Um, you know, like that was a good Kim Basinger as a drugged out white whore. Um, <laughs> Come on, dude. Michael Shannon, Michael Shannon, I love Michael Shannon, accused. dude.
0: Like yeah. he's, the thing about Michael Shannon is that it's hard for him to play anyone else but Michael Shannon in anything he yeah. he's in, it, you know.
1: And he does a great job. Yeah. He played an a hole in that movie. It was great. Murder Mystery. Remember Murder Mystery with Jennifer Aniston and Adam Sandler? It came out in twenty nineteen.
0: Yeah, I didn't watch it.
1: Yeah, got it's got a sequel. Okay, well, we to so many it. people love it. Netflix is like, Yeah, here's some money. So, hold on. Why are, don't you uh, go make this? Are you going
0: to make me watch it so I watch the second one?
1: Oh, damn straight. Damn straight. Oh, damn it.
0: Right.
1: I, I didn't <laughs> see the first one either.
0: <laughs> I didn't see like Sandy Wexler. I know they gave Adam Sandler, like, here's to millions of dollars, make these movies. Like, sure. But, um,
1: sure. Yeah. We'll do it. Yeah.
0: We'll do it. You know, it's the one
1: thing I hate about after this is like um, we run out of time and I just don't have enough time to tell you all the new segments okay, I saved. Pick,
0: pick the next good three ones and then we'll, we'll get to good the All
1: All right. All right. We'll get, we'll get three. Let me get three. All right. These are the three I think matter the most. All right. Especially to our listeners and people that probably listen to us. All right. I got four. I'll yeah. do four. The fourth, the first one will be really quick. Uh, Dominic Thorne's Ironheart will make her MCU uh, debut in Black Panther Wakanda Forever. If you don't know, Dominic Thorne's going to play Ironheart, who's basically the female version of Iron Man that continues the Iron Man line. Uh, her first thing will be in Wakanda Forever. So how are they going to, number uh, two?
0: How, real quick, do you know how they're going to, are they having someone else play Black Panther? Or are they going to, what are they going to do?
1: They're not telling us. They're figuring it out, though. And to be honest, there's different versions of Black Panther besides T'Challa. So they don't have to have T'Challa, okay? Yep, yep, yep. All right, Christian Bale. Is to play a convicted preacher in the church of living dangerously? Uh, set to produce and stars the convicted preacher John Lee Bishop in the church of living dangerously. Um, I'm trying to see exactly what a bail famously. Uh, let's see, uh, I'm trying to read the story. Where I know I read the story somewhere? Um, yeah, no, I don't want to know about his whatever.
0: You don't want to tell me your favorite bad man? Come on, dude.
1: Okay, so John Lee Bishop, a preacher from Oregon who became wealthy from his showmanship-like sermons with live animals and theatrics before losing it all and spiraling into drug addiction and drug smuggling for a Mexican cartel. Bishop eventually gets busted and is convicted in five years' prison. The script of the film is being written by Charles Randolph, who won an Oscar for another true life story, The Big Short. Um they have not announced uh, a director yet. So basically a drug smuggling preacher that lies to everybody. Perfect role for Christian Bale, I believe.
0: Have you seen the previews for the Eyes of Tammy Faye?
1: Yes. That's actually one of the stories I just surpassed over. The makeup from that has destroyed Jessica Chastain's face. Really? Yeah. Yeah. That's one of the stories I was. I just skipped over.
0: We'll get to it. Um, well, that's, a, that's a movie that you and I definitely have to see, right?
1: Yeah, we're definitely going to see that. All right, a biopic about Star Trek creator Gene Roddenberry is in development. I
0: hope it's. I interesting. mean, come on,
1: it's going to be. Interesting. Yeah, I mean, it's it's going to be. It's in the works. A script by Adam Mazer. Uh, you don't know Jack is what what oh, is. Shit. Okay. is that? Yeah, um, about in the works, Ronberg's signature creation and utopia sci-fi creation, the Starship Enterprise. Um, Yeah, on his 100th birthday is when they reveal that they're doing a movie based on Ron which that's awesome. Everybody told me he was great. And last but not least, I think this is the awesome one. Are you ready for this?
0: Of course I am.
1: The best, one of the best gothic films of all time is getting a remake starring Anna Taylor-Joy.
0: The biggest, like, she's, like, the hottest thing there is right now.
1: Yes. And she is going to be taking on one of the biggest remakes, I think, of all time. Because they fucked this up. They're just going to piss off everybody. (laughs) Okay. Before Frankenstein, before The Mummy... Before even Dracula had a fucking name, Nosferatu.
0: They're doing a remake of Nosferatu? Yes! That's what I'm saying!
1: And Anna Taylor, Anna Taylor-Joy is going to be the lead!
0: You watch them, you watch that, what's that chestnut, chest, the Queen's Gambit? You watch oh, the, the Queen's, Queen's Gambit, yeah.
1: Yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah, in like a day. Like, in one day. Literally watched it in a day.
0: Me we try Me
1: Got stoned. Watched Queen's Grand me Gambit. My, me and
0: my wife, we like we tried to separate it out so we wouldn't use it up so quickly. But yeah, man, that's mm-hmm. cool. Uh, I'm. I, I know there've been a few weeks of the time. There was one with Willem Dafoe. There was one with uh, I don't remember. But there were a few weeks of Nasrati, and hopefully they do it mm-hmm. right this time because he's scary. a scary looking motherfucker. You know what I mean?
1: Nasferatu is a badass, bro. And that's the bottom line.
0: All right, that's the end of the news. Let's get to the last movie.
1: That's movies that don't suck and something news. I said a bunch of shit. You listened to it, and now we're gonna talk about the last movie. So Chris can go out and rub one out.
0: We should think I'm not doing that now, dude. Come on. <laughs> um, Aww. Uh, you just got done mowing the grass. Don't you want to go? You know, well, work your mower. Dude, I, I I didn't really. Think now you want to clean okay, your blades? I got I got these beers right, and I didn't think they would do it for me, but they're really doing it for me. <laughs> so um, nice. So uh, so uh, we're talking about. Chris is about- doing it. We're talking about the project directed by Martin Campbell. Martin Campbell's—he's—he's he's not a stranger to movies. He's done things like he's directed Casino Royale and The Mask of Zorro and Golden Eye, you know. And
1: uh, Rich- yeah, the mask, the Mask of Zorro, uh, Zorro Golden Casino Royale. I mean, this guy has some. I mean, come on. He directed Green Lantern, and who could say a bad thing about that movie?
0: He also, the writer actually wrote the Equalizer, The Equalizer Two, the Mechanic, The Expendables, um, but uh, so this has a lot going for it right away. Um, it stars, first off, it stars the wonderful, the beautiful uh, Maggie Q is the main character because I thought it was weird you mentioned Maggie Q, but she's second bill Bat. Maggie Q plays Anna.
1: My brother was like you. During the second stage, you got good really fast.
0: Right? So, um, right, is that where I was supposed to stop it? <laughs> Drink that beer, dude. Is that where I was supposed to stop it, right? That stuff that Kirk place? Yes, yeah, stop okay. asking. Go, move okay. on. And then we got, uh, Senior L. Jackson as Moody. This is the
1: most expensive candy on the market.
0: And then, of course, we've got the wonderful, wonderful, so happy he's back, Michael Keaton. Ah,
1: well, I attended Juilliard. I'm a graduate of the Harvard Business School. I travel quite extensively. I lived through the Black Plague, and I had a pretty good time during that. So I want to play the
0: whole thing, but whatever. You can play the whole thing anytime you want, man. Ah, well,
1: I attended Juilliard. I have a graduate of the Harvard Business School. I travel quite extensively. I lived through the Black Plague, and I had a pretty good time during that. I've seen The Exorcist about 167 times, and it keeps getting funnier every single time I see it, not to mention the fact that you're talking to a dead guy. Now, what do you think?
0: You think I'm qualified? I can't wait to watch this movie tonight, because I'm <laughs> definitely <laughs> going to you know. watch <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Um, This also stars David Rintel Edward Hayes, Patrick from Vol, Ray Fearon, who's actually fearsome in this as Duke and robert patrick oh yeah and robert patrick who plays billy boy you see i tried to kill this guy twice today he just won't die that's a good (laughs) place to stop it um why don't you go ahead and read the storyline of the protege
1: Rescued as a child by the legendary assassin moody Anna is the world's most skilled contract killer. However, when Moody is brutally killed, she vows revenge for the man who taught her everything she knows.
0: So, I have a few things to say about this movie. Now, first off, every scene with Michael Keaton and Maggie Q is fucking gold. I love... Yes. I love every scene with Michael... Every scene with Michael Keaton, every scene with Michael Keaton and Maggie Q... It's cool. Michael Keaton steals every scene he's in. That's the fact. Uh-huh. Um, and Sim Jackson. That's the fact, Jack. And Sim Jackson plays his character like no one else. Of course, he he knows how to play his character. He did it in Hitman's Bodyguard. He did it in you know he was a contract killer. He knows how to do it because he's been a contract killer in the past, like of what movies like seven. I like movies. Samuel L. Jackson's
1: acting style because he literally just shows up. He's like, which way do you want me to play this? Do you want me to play sly motherfucker, badass motherfucker? Do you want me to play like a Jedi in this, motherfucker? In this, one he,
0: in this one, he's just a badass motherfucker, right? Um, yeah. But the problem is, Maggie Hugh, I, I like her, but I don't think she plays a fearsome assassin.
1: I thought she was pretty good. I mean, um, but I've probably seen her in more stuff than you.
0: Yeah, I mean... But, but I mean, the, did you watch the Divergent series? But the thing is, you, you shouldn't have to. When you watch a movie, she needs to be convincing from the very start. Now, of course, like this movie starts out great. I mean, the, she's Nikita, for, yeah, for God's sakes. I know, I know. And she starts out great with that scene. But I don't think this. I honestly think if you're going to see this movie, you want to see it for Michael Keaton. <laughs> right? Because he is the. I, I
1: thought she was. To me, I thought she was
0: pretty good, man. But, I
1: don't know what you're talking but about. But Michael Keaton
0: is easily the best thing about this movie, right? I mean,
1: I think they're all pretty good in this movie. I think they all kind of brought their game. I thought all three of the main characters, Michael Keaton, Samuel L. Jackson, and Maggie Q, all brought their shit, man. And Robert Patrick did a great job as an old man biker, Billy Boy. <laughs> you know, like
0: it was he, nice to you, see him for sure. It was nice to see yeah. uh, Robert Patrick show up. But I I, uh, I don't know, man. I I liked Rembrandt. I liked Dana. <laughs> But I, I thought they were best when they were together. Because without that, without their scenes, this movie is nothing.
1: I mean, um, I, I agree. But, I mean, I don't agree 100%. I mean, I think she did really good scenes with everybody. Because she did good scenes with Robert Patrick. She did good scenes with Samuel. And she did really good with Michael Keaton. And um, her action scenes where she barely used a uh, stunt double were really good. Yeah. And... Um, because that, that was really cool. And, um, so I don't know, man, I, I liked it. I was, uh, I was, I was, uh, sports entertained as I would say when I'm sports watching wrestling. And I like it. That's what I say when I'm watching wrestling and okay. I like it. Right. I was sports entertained. Uh, you know, the, I liked it. Uh, the, the, I was maybe the fighting
0: sequences are done very well. Um, I, yeah. li- I liked all the fighting, all of it. I can't say anything bad about the action sequences. I can have. I do have. Michael
1: of, Keaton did a lot of his own stunts too.
0: And he's close to seventy, right? Um, he's yeah, so, he's he so, talked
1: about it on uh, Jimmy on uh, the Tonight Show the other night.
0: I hope he's on. I hope he's on Marin again because I, I remember he came on Marin like six years ago, and I was like, Michael Keaton's back, you know. But um. Yeah. Uh, but uh, no, man. Like uh, I I had problems with the plot. But again, you don't go see a movie action like this for the plot. You go to see it for the fighting, you know. Um, I, yeah. I like the plot. Yeah, I like that you push your face against the mic there. <laughs> um, I like the plot.
1: I like the story. I like it all. I thought it was good. It I I loved
0: a I loved every scene with Michael Keaton and the May Q. That was like the star that like that to me, I was like, uh huh. Like I was just like like instant direction the whole time. <laughs> but um, but uh, you know like uh and it, it was nice to have Samuel L. Jackson in this and every action scene was finally done. And it, of course, like people were like, well, it's, you know, completely unrealistic, but you don't go watch this movie because it's unrealistic. Watchers have a fun time watching the movie, you know? Right. And, and, um, um I think that everybody
1: a- in the movie theater, like there, there's parts where they laughed out loud. There's parts where, so you know, when people did you see very intrigued
0: movie? last night. Okay. I saw it last night too. Um, uh, I think there were two showings though, because my showing, one showing at eight was sold out, and another one. Mm-hmm. I think it has to do with um, I think that this movie's probably coming up because when I saw it, there were three showings, there was one at five thirty and eight ten. I could they eight ten showing, and um, I think I think this movie's gonna probably it's with some of the things that people have been waiting for since John Wick three came out. You know, like they're waiting for
1: yeah, and also on top of that. This movie has already been suggested for a sequel.
0: It's going to happen. Right? Like,
1: it's, it's already in the works, pretty much. Is, it's one of the other news stories I surpassed. Um, yeah, they've are, uh, Maggie Q has, and Samuel has already
0: said, yeah, very interested. The ending, very was, interested. the ending was kind of ambiguous, even.
1: Yes, it was very ambiguous, you motherfuckers. I hate when they do stuff like that. Not going to ruin it or spoil it, but Jesus, there's just a thing where it's like, cut the critics, and it's like it's like the Sopranos in the middle of a sentence. You know, like, oh, my gosh, <laughs> why'd you do that to me? But uh, everybody's <laughs> like, like one guy in the theater I was in, and I was in the way back, mm-hmm. and it, it's a weirdly shaped theater, though, man. But I'm in this back corner hiding pretty much from everybody so I can, like, Write down right yeah, 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 and write down stuff. And right when the when the credits hit, the a guy about two rows down for me, it's like motherfucker. <laughs> 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 was like, and we all, everybody in the theater laughed. Everybody is like, Ha-ha, agreed.
0: You know that happened when I, we saw uh, um, Inception. You know the heroes, he spins a coin. And then it ends everyone. I heard the girl go, oh! Uh, and everyone went, Yeah <laughs> <laughs> And I saw it now next year, like day opening day, everyone was that you know, the feet is packed for inception and <laughs> everyone's holding their breath, waiting for it to see the, way the uh the quarter turns. And it ends and the girl goes, oh! Uh, and everyone says, Yeah <laughs> So, um but the protege everything turns turns. The protégé, anyway. the protege is a serviceable action film. Um, mm-hmm. I loved every scene with Maggie Q and um, Michael Keaton. The banter back and forth between. between Michael Keaton
1: and every character. I I have to agree with this. How like on it says top cast, and Michael Keaton is uh, put upon above everybody else. I one percent, I one hundred percent agree with that because Michael Keaton stole this fucking movie from everybody. I
0: felt the chemistry between him and Maggie, like, like, like yeah. it was believable. You know, like, like between Rumba and Anna, I was like, yeah, of course. Like, they, like, I, if, if after,
1: if after three decades, four decades, four decades of Michael Keaton acting, if he has any questions, if he should have stayed in stand up. Or if he should have kept being an actor, this movie was one of them that this shows you're always supposed to be a fucking actor.
0: Was he girl. supposed to be a stand up?
1: He was a stand up.
0: Oh, he would have be been good at that too.
1: Go back, <laughs> go back and look at some 80s Michael Keaton stand up, dude. I so I know that he loved playing Beetlejuice because he did all comedy movies for the longest time. If you don't remember,
0: it's a I think his first like serious one was Gung Ho, right?
1: Yeah, no, yeah, I I don't even think gun Ho was the first serious one, but it could have been. He he did so many comedy ones like Night Shift and um, what was the other one? Johnny Dangerously. I'm trying to think of them off the top of my head. Okay, so he was in Mr. Rogers, Mary Hartman, Maude, All Fairs, Tony Randall Show. Uh, yeah, let's I mean, see, Night but- Shift, Mr. Mom, Johnny Danger, Gung Ho. Would have been kind of the But was it but Batman he was where he
0: played like an actual like superhero? Do you think that's maybe did it for him? Man,
1: I don't know which one it was, because there's a lot of them that he played that that uh
0: you crazy, know, it was crazy, back and forth. The crazy thing about the monkeys he never really went away, but for a while it seemed like he did. You know what I mean?
1: Well, that could just be because he filmed a he could have just filmed a bunch of movies and then they just came out. In longer order, you know?
0: Yeah, because like he really came back when it came to Birdman, you know? That's one of the people, like, you know. the. Yeah, but he was
1: in Robocop the same year, Need for Speed, which I saw both of those in the theater. Blindsided, I saw that one. Um, so he did a video game in between there. Yeah. 30 Rock. So I guess he did kind of disappear for a little bit, but he was doing other stuff. The other guys, oh, my gosh. God, I Him as Captain Gene. Oh, my gosh, and the other guys, uh, you know, when he's, you know, hey, you got to creep. You got to creep.
0: You got to creep it on the down low. So are you excited to see him in uh, Morbius and The Flash?
1: I, I don't give a damn what he's in. I'll, I'll watch anything Michael Keaton's in. To the day I die, I will watch Michael Keaton, if not in a movie at least once a week.
0: If we're in the podcast and he dies, we'll definitely be talking about it.
1: Huh, yeah. I mean if he ever does he ever does a Michael Keaton. Michael Keaton does everything. He just makes me happy in the happiness. So do
0: you have a uh, quotes for this?
1: Um yes, okay. I tried to avoid all this, but I can't. I just gotta know. We can try to love each other.
0: <laughs> you- really? You mean- no, that's from Batman, dude. Okay, that's from good, Batman gotcha, 89. Gotcha. <laughs> good job, dude. Good job uh, tricking me there.
1: I was looking at my phone. I,
0: I, I literally just said that
1: off the top of my head. I don't have that written
0: anywhere. Unlike uh Rembrandt and his Poe knowledge.
1: Mm.
0: Mm. Oh,
1: who are you, people? We just find people who can't be found.
0: <laughs> I'm glad you yeah, fix yeah, the okay. kinks of that.
1: Yeah, yeah. You got to fix the kinks of that. Uh, you need to see a doctor about that cough. A voodoo or witch doctor? <laughs> take, take birthdays and shove them right up your ass. <laughs> we all have scars. You stare at them long enough and you remember how you got them. Books are not stakes they do not come in medium rare. <laughs> I know you run I have no idea what I wrote, wrote there sorry but you know in the yeah, theater I
0: really have to pee
1: <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> you guys are all the same shoot first and ask questions later really because it's 40 and she is winning. He didn't save my life. He gave me a life. You have you have attention. At least attention of the boys down there.
0: Ooh, ooh.
1: Ooh. You point a gun to my pussy and then ask me to bed? <laughs> Make up your mind. Kill me or fuck me. I'm watching a woman walking a type rope over a shark tank high winds.
0: My favorite thing about this is that all the course giving are between Michael Kennedy, Keaton and Maggie Q. A,
1: a lot of them are. I'm not going to lie. I am the big bagged wolf, and when someone sends me your way, they want you dead.
0: Is that it? That's it. Okay, That's so it. Uh, what's your score on this? Oh, no, no you get go score first. I'll go first. This is a 3.6, 3.7 for me. Mm-hmm. Um it wasn't amazing, but I was definitely entertained the whole movie. all that beer.
1: So what you're saying is yet you, you were sports entertained?
0: Yes, yeah, so I was sports entertained.
1: Alright. Um I'm gonna go higher. I'm gonna go three point nine, man. Oh, I you think really, Michael you Jackson really, you
0: really like this movie.
1: Yeah, I said just Michael Jackson. I just said Michael Jackson. <laughs>
0: So, Mo Keaton did it That's for you. Samuel Jackson, Michael Keaton.
1: Yeah. Uh, Michael Keaton, Samuel Jackson, Maggie Kim. I really love this. This is uh, another one of the. Oh, The Founder. Man, I totally forgot about that movie. Have you
0: ever seen The Founder? Yeah, I saw the founder. Uh, yeah it's good. It's really good. Rick Car- With Michael Keaton, I'm where he was the
1: founder of Mike, uh, McDonald's?
0: Kind of the founder, yeah.
1: I'll do it's a Good movie. If you yeah, got it's... a chance, fucking see that. Yeah, That's I've seen, I've good seen The Founder. Movie. I
0: haven't seen it. Of course, I've seen it. Um,
1: Mm. But these guys steal the movie. Uh, the quotes are great. The the emotions great. It's funny. It's got good banter. Nice little action. I mean,
0: it's uh, sexy. Can't too. go wrong. It's sexy with Michael. Yeah,
1: I mean, every time Michael Keaton takes a shirt off, I'm just like, oh man, Michael nipples.
0: <laughs> mm. So um, what do you? We're gonna go to the Rotten Tomatoes. What do you think the audience score on this one is? 82. 74. Oh! Yeah. You know, whatever. Uh, what do you think the critics were on this one? This?
1: did they have a consensus? Anything? No,
0: not the audience. It's not this time.
1: Uh, not on this one? All right. Um. Gosh, man. I hope they don't go lower than the critics. Uh, I'm going to say 69.
0: 61. You were kind of close. Yeah. The critics' consensus lower. is... Maggie Q still waiting for the action movie that really deserves her. But until then, the project hits just the project just hits hard enough to satisfy. Um, yeah, I, I I'm I'm with them on that one. I, I you know it was fun. It was fun, you know. It was okay. But uh, but uh, you know, I, I, w- I was really happy seeing Maggie Q, and Maggie Q doing scenes that were good enough just for the whole movie itself. You know um, but
1: it was a good movie it made me happy it, I it, you know it's worth I wanted to touch him
0: it's worth going to the theaters for, for sure
1: it, it's worth seeing it period I don't care how, now, how you, it is. if
0: you've guys have been uh, hermited and they're rocking out gone to the theater yet maybe you can wait for this one but uh, if you guys have been in the theaters and you're comfortable going back this is definitely worth one going to the theater for now. The real question is what we're watching next week. I don't know what comes out next week, Chris. Candyman comes <laughs> out next week. We're seeing Candyman, right?
1: Oh, we got to see Candyman. And, uh, I oh, think, definitely I, seeing Momo. So that's definitely Candyman. what we're
0: seeing. And we're, If you don't do the streaming one, I know you have to be out in places. I was thinking we could do Sweet Girl because we haven't talked about that and Jason Momoa. Uh,
1: Jason Momoa is a sexy man.
0: So if you want to see Sweet Girl and Candyman, I'm down with that.
1: I am totally down with those. Okay. Let's do those. So there are so many coming out the weekend I of my know, birthday.
0: Dude. I know, dude. We are going to be busy people.
1: <laughs> I guess we got to see Cry Macho. Yeah. And the dude. Eyes of Tammy Faye the weekend did of my we birthday. We have
0: to see. Cry- I guess we got to see Cry Macho.
1: It, okay. It's probably going to be Clint Eastwood's last movie. I know. Did you see oh, how? Did you serious. see his? Skeleton?
0: He looked like a goddamn skeleton in that review for Cry he Macho.
1: Looks like a, he's an old man. You want to call anyway. you
0: cock macho? I'm fine by that. <laughs> but um, yeah. So um, this next week, I expect us to be talking about um, Sweet Girl and Candyman.
1: You go, Candyman. Man, I, I'm I, I'm going to be really, really, really harsh on that movie, Candyman. Yeah,
0: because you have such high because you have such a connection with the first one. I have a huge
1: connection with the first one, and um, it has to do with Crack Cocaine, Coprini Green, and uh, where Candyman came from the first movie, and I'll tell you that story on that episode.
0: Are you about the Crack Cocaine? Uh, Did you do Crack Cocaine? I'm not going to tell you anymore. Okay, fine, fine. I feel like like
1: that's a story that needs to go with us watching Candyman. I don't want to ruin that story. It's a good story. Some shit happened. Okay. It was a weird day in
0: Chicago. Or <laughs> <Yeah>, a weird <laughs> night in Chicago. <laughs> right. This is online, we on that. We're on Facebook, Facebook.com slash we on Suck Podcast. We're on Twitter, at mts podcast. We're on Instagram, at mts podcast. We have Patreon, patreon.com slash we on Suck. We have Bonfire, we buy shirts with their stuff on it. Should we shirt again? Should we shirt off? My shirt! Yeah ah! you got know, a Patreon or yeah. you know, you bonfire search movies don't suck at something. I do you got know, shirts and other stuff uh that Neil's made it on that site. And if you're watching us on YouTube, go ahead and subscribe. If you're watching on Facebook, go ahead and like that page. And uh we're all stream platforms. Neil, how if for a small business, how yeah how can we help them? If
1: you got a small business, call us, talk to us. We'll be more than happy to talk
0: to all of you
1: and to promote your shit. We'll do it free of charge. We will not take money from you we have thousands of followers and listeners on all of our platforms we are seriously an easy way if you're up and coming if you're like hey just talk about my shit i'll be more than happy if you want to send a shit i'll be more than happy to try your shit out <laughs> on air i'll do whatever it takes Feels like send whiskey.
0: <laughs> send
1: whiskey <laughs> send whiskey send booze send everything are you good i'm good what what what, what what's what, what are you doing that's another episode of Moose Don't Suck and Southern Do. My name is Neil. And I'm Chris. And remember, guys, anytime it's late at night and you're reminiscing about that protege many, many days ago, remember, texting them at 3 a.m. is not a good step. Have a good night.